Welcome to Scale Up and Grow, a podcast from Turning Point Training and Development, where we discuss everything you need to know for your own personal and professional development and growth. Here's your host, Mary Ricketts. One of the exciting things that we get to do here at Turning Point Training and Development is teach, you know, local in-person workshops. We have a series going on right now called Leadership Soundbites, and one of the workshops that we were teaching is called Constructive Criticism. And in the workshop, we like, because we like to keep it interactive, right? No one wants to hear, you know, the Charlie Brown voice teacher, you know, all day. And one of the sections that we did was have everyone uh, break up into groups and share, you know, when is it tough to give that constructive criticism? And one of the teams came up with, when it's your boss. And I thought, oh, wow. You know, when you're president and CEO, you really don't want to hear that sometimes. It's necessary. It is necessary. One of the things I, I remind leaders is that if we ever get to the spot, especially if we are the founder of an organization and we don't want to hear, you know, our baby is ugly, we are stifling. We are stifling the growth of our organizations. So whether you are the team lead, you are the founder and CEO, it doesn't matter. Guess what? We need to hear it. I want to give some tips. I want to give some tips and tools on what you can do to really give your boss some feedback. Okay. Giving feedback to your boss, uh, let's put it like this. It can be a little scary sometimes, right? Especially if you're not sure um, what type of leader you're working with, if you're not that close to the leader. And even when you are, it can be a little scary. And you may be concerned about damaging your relationship and in some cases, even losing your job. (laughs) And I'm sure that we all have a story in our head that we could share that says, yeah, I know this one boss, I would never tell them because they wouldn't receive it well. On the other hand, there are many leaders out there, many bosses that will appreciate your input, especially if you have, watch this, sincere intentions and you've got some really good communication skills. Okay, an emotionally intelligent manager. And yes, we do talk about emotional intelligence here. We do teach that as well. But that emotionally intelligent manager or leader or founder or CEO knows they need feedback from their team in order to do their job, let alone in order to do their job better. Okay, they'll also be sensitive to the power imbalance in these relationships. Okay, you can't lead if you don't have a team. So, hint, leaders. We need a team in order to be a leader. Um, it's interesting when uh, when you have that leader in place that doesn't um, respect the input and perspective of others on the team. And that's a whole different story and a whole different um, <laughs> coaching path we would need to go down. But let me let me do this for you. How can you tell if your boss will be receptive? to your comments, because that's really kind of that iffy spot, right? Whether you're brand new to the team or you're thinking, uh, I don't know if it's even worth it. Let me give you some tips for offering that upward feedback. Okay. First thing, let's talk about getting prepared. How do you get prepared to give feedback to that leader? Um, one of the first things you can do is, <laughs> and I say this um, gracefully, but 
consult some of your teammates, consult some of your teammates, ask some of your colleagues about their relevant experiences um, with that team uh, leader, with the person that you're wanting to speak with. They may have some advice, some input for how to approach your boss and hold really a productive discussion because that's really what you want. It's not let me just come in here and point fingers at you and show you everything that you're doing wrong. Because if so, that's the wrong purpose behind giving feedback to your boss. But if you really want it to be productive, it is okay to check with your peers, check with some of your colleagues and coworkers and find out, you know, have you ever had this opportunity? And, and here's my thing. You're not looking for a gripe session. You're not looking for a lot of emotional feedback, but you may really be keeping your ear open to see what process did they use? How was the feedback received? So on and so forth. So in that line, you know, did they yell at them? You know, were they receptive? Those are the things you're looking for. So think about that one. Consider the first step in consulting with some of your coworkers and peers. The next piece I would share with you is try and understand your workplace culture. Okay. What is your workplace culture? Does your organization have a really strict hierarchy or does it provide opportunities for dialogue between employees at different job levels okay think about that what's the culture of, of your current work environment what's your organization like you may be able to tell whether upward feedback is likely to be appreciated or not remember if I'm talking to my colleagues or at least if I'm saying let me let me check out the work culture. Let's see what, is it really, really strict? Like um, level one does not talk to level two. <laughs> you know, what does it really look like? And I've seen it in some industries and we won't name them that it is very, it's very hard to take some things up the ladder because of that type of environment. But that's not every organization, right? Address the context. Okay, timing is really, really important. If you just received, you know, a bad performance review or you're hearing rumors about layoffs, your boss might be a little bit defensive right at that moment. So wait for things to calm down before you speak up. Sometimes right in the heat of the moment is not when you want to say, hey, I want to talk to you about the layoffs um, or let me tell you how you need to handle this. So address that context. Think about your timing as well, because timing is crucial. It is very, very important. You may need to wait for things to calm down. And that's based on your culture. Is that a day? Is that a few hours? Is that a week? You're going to have to determine that based on what you visually see, you know, based on the atmosphere that you're working in. The other one is examine your intentions. <laughs> this is a fun one. This is a this is a fun one because sometimes you may really just want to be in that mood. It's like, let me tell you how foolish I think this move is, and I've seen this happen at another organization and it backfired. So, hint: what are your intentions in wanting to give feedback to your boss? Your feedback is more likely to succeed if you are truly trying to be helpful based on maybe your past experience and based on um, what you've read or, hey, I just read this article. Um, I had one organization um, we worked with a little time ago and they were trying to work on this whole Netflix uh, book. And it was interesting because many on their team 
did not agree with it. Many of the leaders on the team didn't agree with it, but they weren't open to sharing information with their leader. I've had some that is like, hey, we want to use, we're going to use this blue ocean strategy. And it's interesting if you have, if you don't have everyone on board, that's where I'm going with that. If you don't have everyone on board and you want to step in and be helpful, it's like, yeah, let me, let me give some input on this. Hey, at my previous company, this is what I saw happen. I'd love to share with you what we did to correct it and see if that could be helpful. What are your intentions? And think about how you can be of service to your employer rather than advancing your own views. Does that make sense? Okay, think about that. How can I share information, past experience, or, you know, a research that, hey, I saw some article or I read this this book and, you know, this might be helpful. Is it you truly being helpful or is it you trying to get your own views advanced? Okay. Set priorities. You'll usually make more progress if you tighten your agenda. Okay. Pick one item at a time to discuss with your boss. Depending on your leader, Depending on their personality style and behavior, guess what? You may not be able to go with them with a list of 10 things because it, no one wants to feel like, oh, I'm just going to get criticized all day today. <laughs> your intention, if your intentions are right and your intentions are pure, consider setting priorities. Pick one item at a time to discuss with your boss. What's interesting sometimes is when we bring in brand new um, employees and brand new leaders and they come with this different lens and it's wonderful and it's great. And we, but the challenge sometimes happens is when that new lens hasn't had time to really focus yet on what the culture of the organization is. So if you're new and you're thinking, oh, well, I know how to fix this because I just did the same thing over at this other organization, consider pausing for a moment. Remember, and the same thing goes with this when we talk about timing. Timing is important. Just because you're brand new and you have this great experience, consider pausing for just a moment. And maybe you keep a journal. It's like, yeah, I saw this. Maybe this could help. I saw. And then when the time is right, pick one item at a time to discuss with your boss. Even within that discussion, choose safe subjects. Okay. Maybe certain topics are really off limits with your boss. Maybe you lack the access or expertise to really evaluate some activities. There are some things that when we are in leadership positions that we don't share with everyone at every level of the organization, nor should we. Sometimes it's not privy information for everyone to have. So just because you don't see it doesn't mean it may not be happening. So choose safe subjects. Stick to areas where you can make a positive difference. I'll give you an example. If in the organization, um, the CEO is already talking to HR about increasing or making adjustments um, and adding additional benefits to the table, but that's not an area that you work in, is that really a subject that you need to bring to the table versus maybe you need to have a conversation with HR before that information goes to a CEO or the leader of the team or the organization. If you're thinking, um, I've got something I need to share, it's okay if you need to take it to one level prior to going to another, okay? 
and I hear your voice already on some of you thinking, yeah, I've done that before. And then they took my idea, went to the bosses if it was theirs. So think about someone that you trust. Think about someone that you trust. And then that's the other thing is trust your instincts. You may decide that the risks of confronting your boss outweigh the potential benefits. Sometimes it's sensible to remain silent. Sometimes it's sensible to remain silent. There's an old school saying that talks about pick your battles. That can apply here as well. Trust your instincts. Now, let, let, let me shift over just a little bit and let's talk about how you could deliver feedback to your boss. Now, I say this also getting you to keep in mind personality styles and behavior, and especially um, if you're dealing with a D personality, you know, where they like things quick and short and sweet, you know, give me bullet points. Or if you're dealing with a personality, um, that C personality, that's, you know, compliant and loves processes, those um, steady and compliant folks. Of course, I'm talking about the dispersonality style um, and behavior uh, assessments that are out there. Respect privacy. Think, think about yourself. Think about yourself. Would you rather receive criticism behind closed doors or in the middle of a staff meeting? Respect privacy. Your boss feels the same way. So schedule a private session for speaking your mind. Don't do it openly and in public. I have gotten in trouble so many times. <laughs> So many times in, in corporate America, it, it was like, well, let me tell you what I think. Let me do it right now to where then I had to have a private session. I had to apologize for it, but then correct it moving forward. And it wasn't that my idea was bad, but it was how I approached it. Nobody wants to be confronted openly like that. It's okay to say, you know what, you know, you know, leader, I, I would love to brainstorm with you a little bit after the meeting or tomorrow, could we schedule some time? I've got some thoughts behind that. Now, if they say, well, bring it up now, it's like, I'd rather not because I, I need a little bit of back, background before I do that. You know, do whatever it is, you know, you think you need to do so that you can respect privacy. Meet face to face. I know that email is quicker and text is, is easy, but in-person communications are safer for discussing sensitive topics. You'll be able to really gauge how your boss is reacting in case you need to clarify any misunderstandings or if you need to uh, reframe your message. If body language is key, tone of voice is key. Also, you know, looking at the environments like I need to, I want their full attention and I want them to see that I'm open and friendly. Your body language is going to make a difference. The eye contact is going to make a difference. Meet face to face. If it's something important, you want to have that in-person meeting. And I get it. I know that we are in this hybrid world right now. If you can't do it face to face, still make it private. If you're in an office space, consider wearing, you know, make sure you have your headphones on, you know, at least put together uh, a Zoom meeting, put together a Zoom meeting or, or something like that. If you use um, whatever software you're using, make it as close to face to face as you possibly can. Act promptly. Give feedback as soon as possible so your boss can consider it while the situation is fresh, fresh in their mind and they have that opportunity to make any necessary changes. Now, yes, I did say timing is important. I'm not saying wait 30, 45 days 
if that doesn't make sense. But you want to act promptly. You want to address something while it's still fresh in their mind. A direct approach also helps to keep grievances um, and areas of issues and concerns from growing past maybe where they need to be. Be very specific. When you can use precise language and (laughs) concrete examples, it will make it easier for your boss to understand their contact you know, how they're conducting themselves, how they presented themselves and its impact. In that case, what I would love to share with you is it's okay for you to say something like, hey, I I caught so-and-so's facial expression or I noticed, you know, several of the team members kind of shirking back in their chair when they did this or the arms were crossing. You know, one thing I want to do is be helpful when you said this, this is what the response looked like to most of our team, including myself. What you want to be careful is that you're not giving a lot of third-party information unless you've gotten an okay. It's okay to say, hey, we had a team meeting. I know, you know, Sharon and Mary and Robert and I were talking afterwards, and I already asked them if I could, you know, approach you with this because I didn't want you to feel like, you know, we were ganging up on you, but here's what happened. Here's Give specific details. Doesn't have to be long and drawn out, but give specific details and stick to the facts. Feedback needs to be based on observations and evidence rather than opinions and interpretations. Let your boss know that you need more than 10 minutes notice to prepare a status report rather than concluding that they're being inconsiderate or unreasonable, right? Stick to the facts stick to the facts, and be specific. As you bring this issue an area of concern, because that's the whole purpose of how to give feedback to your boss, is also come with a solution. Propose a solution or a couple, and be honestly, I don't know what's going to work, but here's a couple things I thought about. Your boss may have their own ideas about what to do, or they may be happy to collaborate with you on a solution. So be ready to suggest a reasonable solution, ideally something you could do to help remedy the situation, okay? If we're dealing with attendance issues and you know that there are some things going on on the team that maybe the boss doesn't see, address it, you know, here's what you're doing, here's what I think we could do better. And this could help bring a solution to the table. The last big piece I want to remind you for you taking feedback to the boss is for you to stay calm, okay? Even if you've done your homework and your boss is receptive, you might still feel really nervous, okay? Make your conversation less stressful by reminding yourself of what you like about your boss, you know, what you like about the organization, what do you like about your job, your role and responsibilities. And then let's just be able to take a few deep breaths. You may want to rehearse it with a trusted friend. I am a fan of role plays. I am a fan of you writing out some notes. When you go to a leader and you have yourself prepared and say, it shows most of us as leaders, it will show us that you put some thought behind it. Now, for some, they may look at it totally different, but go back and remember when we talked about your motives being pure, 
What are your intentions? Are you truly there to be helpful? Are you there to help be a part of the solution? Okay. If your boss is wise enough to value other perspectives, offering what we call upward feedback may benefit you both. You'll be giving your boss helpful information and strengthening your work relationship. Keep these things in mind on how you can improve giving feedback to your boss. I'm Mary Ricketts to your success. Thanks for listening to this episode of Scale Up and Grow from Turning Point Training and Development. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out all of our on-demand training courses at turning-point.newzendler.com. That's turning-point.newzendler.com.